What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Worldly Church Girl. It's your girl, your host, Lillian Harshaw. On today's show, I have the entrepreneur, motivational speaker, new author, Shayana Futches. Look, you just told me. Shania Futches. I said it wrong. Right. <laughs> Shayana Funches. I'm here. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Listen, I know my husband is cracking up right now because he know <laughs> I could jack up somebody's name in a minute. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. But you know what? That's not from my heart. So as they say, don't judge my heart, you know, Absolutely. charge it to my mind. Right. So right. <laughs> I'm going to get it. <laughs> How you doing today? I am doing fine. Um, like you said, I'm glad it's Friday. So, Amen. Yes, yes. Amen. You had a busy week, especially this weekend. Your book signing. Yes. Yes. How did that, how did that go? Yeah, it was really good. So it was on Sunday. And so it was open to the public. And so I didn't expect as many people to come out as they did. But the building was packed from the front mm-hmm. to the back. Um, and it was just really good to see my family and friends and just people from the community that wanted to come out and support. So it was a great time. It was two hours, but it was a long two hours. <laughs> <laughs> but see, and that's a good thing that the community came out, they showed you some love and they let you know that what you're doing is not, you know, in vain. Yeah. You, you're doing some work. So kudos to you. Now, when I put in the heading about you, you shared something with me and I was touched that that was something, the conversation between you and the Lord, mm-hmm. um, that you were come from a small town, but you're doing big city things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's amazing how God can send confirmation from a completely different source that you wouldn't even expect. And, and I would definitely wasn't expecting that. It just made sense to me. Mm-hmm you are doing such great things and people didn't know you and just met you, they would be like, oh, you're, she's probably from New York or Atlanta or something like that. Yeah. No, Mm-mm. no. And since you were born and raised here, I am not. I want you to explain to everybody why it's such a big deal of what you do and where you're from. So I want you to explain to everybody what is good old Marion, Indiana? <laughs> yes. And so, yes, Marion. So we got a population of about 30, 35,000. So it's a small mm-hmm. town, Um, one high school. So everybody knows everybody. That's pretty much how you feel. Um, mm-hmm. And so usually people who grow, grew, ooh, grow up here, um, it's their mission to get up out of here. Um, and so, and so because there's, I mean, there's not a lot to do here. There's, um, I mean, things have just changed, right? There's not a whole lot of jobs here. And so a lot of people just want to get out of here. And so I left in 2004 and I was like, yeah, I'm You was one of the ones that I was like, I'm out. I was like, I'm never coming back here ever. And I remember this lady at my church was like, honey, you should never say never. And I was like, read my lips. Do you hear me? I was like, I'm, I'm now out. coming back here. <laughs> and so in 2011, my husband's like, we should move to your town. I was like, what? No, what are you talking about? And so, um, 
you know, I was like, all right, let's do this. We're going to just go till Brayden is in kindergarten and we out of here. Well, mm-hmm. Brayden's our first child and he is in the sixth grade. So that just shows you that, um, you know, you can make some plans, but God's plans are going to trump whatever you got in mind. So, Ain't you know, I just learned to surrender and give up my own plans and just kind of go go with what he's got in store for me. So where's your husband from? He's from Indianapolis. Okay, that's right. He told me that. He okay, is. so what in the haberdasher and hebogoba made him want to move to Marion? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so um, at the time, so we were getting ready to have our second child. And he was like, you know, we should move closer to your family. They um, would be a huge help. Um, and so he was like, and I could easily find a job. Um, and the cost of living is so much cheaper here than it is there. And so he was like, you know, I just really think it would be um, in the best interest for us to move that way. Um, and just to get our feet um, grounded a little bit better than how it was when we were in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. um, I was talking about like all the different things that you do. And that's why it's kind of odd to know that you're from such a small town. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Being from Indianapolis and moving here, because my husband warned me, you know, like there's nothing here. It's a small town. Nothing, 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 nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, that's fine. I'm, you're here. He's like, okay, but no, seriously, there's nothing here. <laughs> He's like, why do you think... He's like, besides me, he's like, why do you think I keep coming to Indianapolis? Because there's nothing here. And I'm like, well, you know, that's fine. So besides, you know, the, the you know, being closer to family, because his family was in Indianapolis, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what was the first thing you did when you came back home? Yes. And so, like, I kid you not, as we were driving back to Marion, like, I was just praying, like, okay, God, like, you know, I like to do things like just show me uh, what it is that I could do in Marion. You know, how can we raise our kids in this city? And I can be like, I'm home. Um, And so I just eventually just started getting plugged in. Um, So let's see, I started getting on different boards. um, Because of course, I'm from here, right? So people know Mm. you're from here let's get you connected right so Mm. i you know was getting on boards i was looking for different ways to get um get involved so uh, the boys and girls club the ymca actually at one time did not uh, they had like the basketball teams and the football team but i was like what what the cheerleaders at um that's my thing and so they Mm. were like oh would you like to start a cheerleading program for the y and i was like well, sure. Why not? And mm-hmm. so I actually have started the a chilling program um, and ran that for a couple of years. And so that was actually one of the first things that I actually started when I came. Oh, back. Wow. So were you a cheerleader in high school? I was middle school and high school. Yes, I was. Oh, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was just really fun. Just connecting with those young girls and allowing them to just have fun and you know, discover what they're good at too. So mm-hmm. it, it was good. I wanted to be a cheerleader, cheerleader, but my mother wouldn't let me. She said the skirts are too short. Wow. Sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I had that, mama. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you ever want to practice some cheers or something, I got you. Okay, all right, all right. But all right, don't mess with me. Ho, I wasn't. A, I, I was once I got old enough to kind of do what I want to do. I did yeah. get into a, a dance group, so all right now. Okay. Now, one of the organizations you got into is a phenomenal organization, no pun intended, Phenomenal She. Now, how did you end up getting involved in that? And what is it about? Yeah, so Phenomenal She, I um had just came through a situation where I was really hurt by some other females. Um, mm. And I was just laying in bed and just, you know, when you're going through something, you're always reflecting on did I do something wrong? Is there something else I could have done? You know, like I always want to know, like, what 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 am I doing wrong in the situation? Right? I never want to point fingers. Um, and so God laid on my heart to start getting women together because that was, it still is a passion of mine is to always bring women together. Like there shouldn't be no competition or nothing like that. Like there's enough out there for all of us to be able to come to the table, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so. He laid it on my heart to start bringing women together monthly. Um, and so I started gathering women in my home um, and we would do like a Bible study. Um, we would go on different outings. Um, and it basically was to show women like, we're going to love you where you're at. Right. And really right. show you what does the love of God look like? You, we can be women that go to church, but we can also talk about business, right? We can right. be women of God and still talking about, we're going to go work out or we're going to go dance and have some fun. And just showing women that like, you don't have to be in this box to be a child of God. Like, mm -hmm. no, like you be exactly who you are and he'll show you um, how to align yourself with him and make sure that you're shining the way that you need to shine. And so then that just eventually led into me, um, having a conference. Um, and so this year will actually be my fourth conference that I put on. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Now, is it here in Marion? It is going to be here in Marion, October 16th. You're, you and your husband have a consultation and counseling uh, business together. Now, um, how did that come about? And also tell us what that's about. Yeah. So, um, for years, so 2009, I graduated uh, with my master's in social work. And so from then I had jumped into being a therapist, mental health therapist. So for years I've done that, been in the mental health field. And so I actually was like, you know what? I wanna change. I need to transition to something else. Um, I want to be in a more relaxed setting. I want to be able to relate more with my clients and be able to open up a little bit more about my own um journey with things and holding people accountable and not have to deal with the whole insurance and stuff like that and so that is where strength and dignity life coaching and consulting comes from okay yes so what was the spark for you and him to do it together yeah so we actually we do really well working together and mm -hmm. so he took his part so he does a lot of consulting for um, athletic departments. Um, and so I do more of the individual. Um, and then sometimes I'll do like premarital and then he'll come alongside of me and help if there are some couples. But it was just something that I was just talking to him about that I would like to do. And he was like, you know what? I, I could do that with you. Like, let's, let's make oh. it happen. 
And so he does his lane, you know, stays in his lane, I stay in mine, and we come together um, for any coaching or consulting services that we need to come together on. Okay. Now, some I saw on your link that sometimes you'll do like um, like a 30-minute free consultation with someone. Mm-hmm. And um, what what was the reason for doing it? Because it's not like you are not certified. You're more than that. You're more than qualified. And some people don't even do free 30 minutes, anything. A 30-minute one will still cost you a nice little penny. Yeah. So, so what made you decide to go ahead and do the, the free consultation, the 30 yeah. minute free consultation? Yeah. Because a lot of people already, when they hear, um, counseling, they're like, up, oh, you know, they get caught off guard and, you know, it's uncomfortable for people. Um, and then coaching, a lot of people are not familiar with what is coaching. And so I want to make sure that I create space where I can actually help them understand what it is what my services are and be able to um, allow them to ask me any questions that they may have as well before um, they feel like they got to commit to something immediately. And so just the, and I'm a relational person. So I want to make sure that you see if you can relate to me and if I'm the best fit for you. Right. Um, you ever come across um, problems or issues that you may have to address it to like take it to another person and be like, well, maybe you need, I can refer you to someone else. You ever had to deal with something like that? Absolutely. And so that's one thing during that consultation, I explained to them, um, this is not counseling. And so if I feel like you need something more in depth, then I will refer you to somebody else. So they know that already from the beginning, um, because I, I want to make sure that you're going to get the services that you need. You know, you're, you're, you want to be healthy right and so i don't want to be like nope 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 i'm keeping them here with me like no (laughs) we're going to do what is best for you so absolutely i will refer if i need to and they can also still they can still go to counseling and still receive coaching services from me at the same time if they want to as well okay what's your age range for the people that you help yeah so 18 and up Okay. Women, men, both. So I can do both. Um, obviously my audience more, it seems to be the women Mm on top. I usually have men is if, um, there's some premarital or marital coaching that's needed. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now let's get to the nitty gritty of it all. Let's talk about your book. Yes. What you want to Everything. I'm so excited for you and so happy and so proud of you. Now, when did you, okay, let's first start off here. Tell us about the book first. Let's just start at the beginning. Tell us about the book. Yes. So um, the book is about a little girl named Janae who has some disabilities and insecurities and she learns to embrace all of them and understanding that God can still use her through all of that. Okay, so what was your inspiration for the book? Yes, the inspiration is me. So Janae is actually me, um, Mm -hmm. which is my middle name, just spelled differently. And so everything that the character in the book deals with, I I dealt with it. So it's actually my life story. So what made you decide to write your life story in a children's story? Yeah, so I felt like that there's not enough out there to help young girls. 
especially Mm -hmm. young children. Right. And so Mm -hmm. kids never feel like, and I'm just speaking because I, you know, I was there. So kids sometimes feel like, you know, adults don't really understand what we're going through and, you know, how do we really express what we're going through? And sometimes you can't find the words to um, put with those emotions. Um, And so it's hard. And so as a child, you start to suppress all of those things and not really being able to get it out, you know, and really deal with it in a healthy way. And so um, I knew that a children's book is what it had to be because I wanted to make sure that it's something that could be relatable for them. Right. And how did you come up with the title, I Am a Gift? Yeah. So, well, I mean, (laughs) just talking about it. So when I eventually embraced that I was supposed to write a story, right, it just hit me that I'm, I'm really love to talk about your gifts, right? God placed all of us here with gifts and talents. And so what does that look like to share it with the world? And so I had got to a point where I realized that, you know, I was somebody special and that I was like a present that was being unwrapped for the world to see and really um, understand who I was as a person and everything that I had endured and that this gift is still something special. Um, the illustration, mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous, Thank gorge you. to the just to the SS, <laughs> but this book is so beautiful. I mean, it is so adorable. Thank you. Now, I, how did you even come up with the illustration for it? Yeah. So first of all, I'm gonna give a shout out to my cousin, Tashima Davis, who is the mm-hmm. illustrator. She is phenomenal. When we were trying to come up with the character, um, I was like, I need her to look like me. Like, we got to get as close to me as a child as we can. And so I involved my parents, my siblings, my husband, and my kids. And we had pictures of me as a child, and they all gave me feedback. They're like, nope, you need to change the hair. My mom was like, yeah, your ponytails were slicker than that. We got to change that. (laughs) She said, I had your ponytails Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yes, as well, they'd be like, your eyes, they'd be a little more squintier, um, mm-hmm. your lips, your shape. Like, so it was just really funny, uh, fun and funny to mm-hmm. include my whole family in on the journey to make sure that it was me to the team. It is beautiful. So I saw a couple other pages on there. There was a, a woman in there too. Now, is that your mother? It is my mom. It is. Oh, you have mom in there. Yes, it's my how mom. Does she, how does she feel about that? She felt special. She did. Only thing she said I forgot is her gray patch. I was like, oh my goodness, because she has a gray streak of hair. I was like, oh. okay, did she always have a gray streak? She has. She has. Oh, I was going to say, shoot. Yes. I was going to say, you could have got away with it. Like, but mom, I was a little girl. You didn't have one back then. I know. <laughs> Look, and I told her, I said, we got to play it safe too, because my dad wasn't in the book. So we got to, like, you know, we got to play oh. a little safe too, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of how did daddy feel about him not being in, in the book a little bit? He, he didn't say nothing, but um, he, he might have felt some way, but I don't know. He never said nothing, but, you know. Okay. You know, <laughs> he might. But you know what? Here's the thing, Dad. No, y'all know how it is. We sports, movies, whatever. All it's always a shout out to mom. Yeah. Always a shout out to mom. We love you, daddies. We do. I, and I was a daddy. I 
I was and still am my daddy, you know, so daddy's girl through and through. But you know, if I, you know, whenever one of them was like, shout out to my mama. You right. know, it's just, <laughs> it's like, no, no right. offense. We love daddy. Love, we love you. Right. But you know, but that's what, um, but it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful book. Now, is there another book coming? <laughs> look, look, as I fold my hands. Right, right, coming? right. Possibly, possibly. Okay. Yeah. Now, it, is she gonna grow up? Are we gonna watch her grow up? <laughs> I don't know. So I do. Um, I would like to create books for the whole family. Um, mm -hmm. So more children's books, um, books for women, right? Just in general, um, mm -hmm. books for married couples, books for people that are thinking about getting married. So anything that has to do with strengthening the family, either as an individual or as a family a whole, that's what my, uh, my my goal is to do. Okay. Now, when you was writing a book and you was basically telling your story and your childhood story, did it open up any like open wounds? Did you feel yourself get a little emotional as you was writing it and had to step back for a minute and go, oof, this is, this is taking me places that I forgot about. Did you oh, ever yeah. have those moments? absolutely and so like even when god told me to write the book and i um had realized the book that i was going to do like those emotions immediately came because uh, it was like man i i don't just let myself out there to people like that you know um mm -hmm. and so you know my kids and my husband you know we're really going through it as i'm you know writing the story and we're having conversations and you know my kids want to ask questions you know and it was like oh like yes things <laughs> happened and right. you know, they want to know like how did i deal with that and you know they were like i'm so sorry you dealt with that mom and, you know the hugs Aww. and kisses and you know so it was like yes i'm know. all right <laughs> <laughs> it, i mean but it definitely does take you back right like you mm. start thinking about all of that and just thinking about like how you were processing it and um what helped you along the way and you know and so i just used all of that and was like you know what i'm gonna take all that and i hope that this book blesses somebody else i definitely want to make sure i hope that it's helpful for, right, even if it's just whole, one person right and that's the whole point of you writing the book was right. to start that dialogue to start that conversation because if it did it with your family you know it's gonna do it for another family because I'm sure there's some mother that's probably went to through the same things you went through or something similar and doesn't know how to talk to their child about it. And here's your book. Yeah. Now I can it can open up that door and all that and for that conversation to happen. Absolutely. So that's a blessing. Absolutely. It's a blessing that you're we're willing to open up your heart like that and share it with the world because that's what you did. You shared yeah. it with the world. I did. Everybody know now. Everybody. Okay. We all know your business. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's out there now. Ain't no taking it back. <laughs> we know that your mama made your your pigtails tight. Mm, right. But you can Please. see the little, the little white hairs about to pop. <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man. That is hilarious. Now, was there any part of the book that comes to mind that that you were that like was really like hit you right here? Yeah. So there's a part where 
my name is coming from the clouds, coming from the heavens. And so um, it's basically representing God speaking to me. And so what what it says is that, you know, even though you're deaf, that you can still be able to hear God's voice. And so, again, just knowing that God can still use me, you know, despite anything that I have, you know, despite all those flaws and stuff, you know, like he can still use me and speak to me. And so, yeah, that is one of my parts where I love that part. I love it. If anybody wanted to have you at speak, um, how could they have to come for speak? But I can talk. How can someone come and hear you speak? Yeah. So they can either um, DM me on Facebook or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I could connect them um, also to my website, and so and my website will connect me straight. Will connect them straight to my email, and so we could just have some conversations, and I can find out what it is exactly that they're needing and wanting, um, and then I could come up with uh, my packages and all that for them, and we could talk contracts and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, they can definitely email me. Um, or DM me on Facebook or Instagram if they have any questions that they may okay. have. I know I kind of like what's next for you. So I'm kind of ask again, what's next for you? Mm-hmm. How do you see yourself in the next five years? Ooh, that, that is tough. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, you know, like I really almost like stopped planning for like so far ahead. Like, Cause even with this book, I didn't even expect the amount of support that I've received so far, just from people all over. I honestly don't even know. I'm really excited to see. Um, I know this. When did you write the book, by the way? I wrote it a year year ago. Okay. Okay. It it took me an hour to write, if that. Really? Yes. That's impressive. Yeah. It was. God downloaded it right in my spirit. I mean, I knew that he wanted me to write the book. Like he told me what to write about. Like, yeah, there was no denying that it was all wow. him. Yeah. Cause I, I never had any um, plans to ever, 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 ever write a book. Ever, ever, ever. Ever, ever, ever. <laughs> and so yeah, just the way that, that all happened. So yeah, um, I would love to, one thing I said, I would love if I could get into Riley's hospital or Shriner's hospital. Um, that one's in Chicago. They are the ones who did my surgeries for my ear and my back. And so if I could get into those spaces, um, to either read to children or to, um, just for them to have my book, like that would be awesome. Oh, um, I'm sure they would take it. Yes. And I'm so, sure and I, they would. I would love to, you know, just go speak at different schools or maybe churches, you know, whoever wants me to come speak, um, just to encourage other children or you know even adults because i've been having other adults speak reach out to me and say i thought i was just gonna read a children's book i didn't realize it was gonna like touch me the way it did you know and so yeah i'm just really open to what's next okay last question here we go if you can have any song be your theme song when you walked into a room what would it be and why Mm, I'm gonna say I'm every woman. Come on now. Which version? Which which version? Whitney or Shaka? Whitney. 
Okay. With me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and the only reason that one just came to my mind is um because so I like to call myself like wonderfully complex. And so mm-hmm. I'm just a woman who's out here doing any and everything that I'm supposed to be doing. Um, but I, you know, staying in my lane. But you know, hey, God created me, he knows what I'm capable of doing, and so hey, I'm here. Don't it underestimate is what it me. Is. Yeah. Don't underestimate me. So come on now. Yes. Come yes. on. Like like I tell my husband, I said, you know what you got into. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know who you married. <laughs> Absolutely. It was such an honor to meet you and your husband three years ago, and I still count it all joy that I consider you that I know you. I think it's funny, even though you haven't made to church, you know, and all that, but we still, you know, have bump, really into, each bump other. into each other, right? Yeah. And so I think it's just awesome to see like who comes across your path and how y'all still can be connected, right? Like you mm-hmm. said, when you ran into us at the Mexican restaurant, like, yeah, because that, that was a fluke. That was a fluke because it was so random. I was like, I want some tacos. And I sat in the parking lot for a minute. I was like, uh, I don't know. It's kind of early. No, nah, I'm going to go ahead and get some. And there y'all was. I was like, well, yep. shut the front door. Absolutely. And, and, and once again, I did the double take, like, oh, hey, hey. Right, masking on, you know, it's like this. <laughs> Yeah, so it's always okay. a joy to talk to you and, you know, just kind of catch up. So you're doing awesome things, too. So oh, definitely thank you. Definitely thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Shayana, for being on the show. I cannot tell you what a joy and an honor and a privilege to have you on here. Meeting you has blessed me, and I am so grateful to you. I wish you nothing but great success and blessings to you and your family. And hey, did you know Worldly Church Girls gone live? That's right, Worldly Church Girls live. You can catch me on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and LinkedIn. Trust me, you want to see the live version because there's a lot of things on there that's not here. So you want to check it out. And if you'd like to learn more about yours truly, go to www.worldlychurchgirl.com And if you would like to be on my show, go to the same website, go to the contact page, shoot me an email, and let's see what we can do with that thing. And have you subscribed? Why not? What are you waiting for? Each show is only going to get better and better. And as always, thanks for joining your one and only Worldly Church Girl.